Hey everyone, welcome back to A Journey Through the Gospels with the Catholic Forge. This is Eric, and I'm joined uh, today and have been joined all week by Lucas Ham Swisher uh, here to us uh, from Brazil. Well, not from Brazil, uh, in Brazil. In Brazil, yes. Um, and uh, and Lucas, uh, let me just say, you know, before we get into the episode, thank you for taking the time to participate with us in this survey of the Gospels. Your insights have been awesome. <laughs> I I already know that I'm going to. I always enjoy the editing process. I do like it. But I know I'm going to enjoy listening to all of this back again. Um, and I listen to every word, you know, and get to cherish it and meditate on it all over again. So I hope that, you know, you feel that it's worth your time. I definitely know that our time has been well spent. But before we get off the call, we really will end the call this time. But before we, we part ways, I'd like you to share with the people um, some, uh, you know, information about your own podcast and what you have going on in your life. Uh, so here is your opportunity to give your, as it were, plugs. Sounds good, Eric. Well, I want to lead off by saying, uh, in response to what you said, your very, very humbling words, uh, it is a pleasure and a privilege to do this with you. Um, any any wise words that come out of my mouth, I know do not come from my brain. They come through the, the Holy Spirit right. kind of working with yes. me and guiding me, and I know you would say the yes. same about yourself. But oh, it is yes. it is truly a privilege to... Uh, you know, for someone, for both of us, I'm sure as, you know, more often than not, we get to study the word uh, for a living, but oftentimes we do it alone uh, as pastors, as adults, you know, day to day uh, studying of God's word and week to week. Uh, but to get to kind of unpack things with someone else is, yeah. I think, I don't know, it's just kind of an expression of of the words of uh, Christ where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am with them. And so... Uh, it's just a, a nice reminder of that and a manifestation of that in our conversation for sure. But as yeah, you man. mentioned, I am a part of a podcast called The Good Morning Guys. Uh, it's a weekly podcast that's really focused on a mixture of things. We, we focus a lot on uh, games, uh, whether they're sports, video games, um, but we also talk a lot about the game of life. That's kind of one of our monikers or phrases or uh, kind of just talking about the game of life. And, and it's really just a, a podcast about uh, sharing our lives with each other, being connected with one another. And, uh, you know, sometimes we talk about deep issues, like we have an episode where we talk about death. Uh, and then other times we talk about our pet peeves. We talk about Doctor Who. Uh, we talk about PlayStation trophies and all that crazy stuff. We, we talk about... Mm-hmm. The whole gamut, but through it all, we share the stories of our lives and and connect with one another, and and definitely just kind of take the opportunity to hear the stories of others. We have you know a Discord community, kind of like Married to the Games, and right. uh, it's it's something that that we do because we love, and and I know you understand that because it's the same with the Catholic yeah. Forge, and I I yeah. can hear it when I listen to your episodes, when I listen to your reflections, and when you mm. talk, and and it's the same with us. It's just about sharing time with others and uh connecting with others so and if a person just had to have if they were not satisfied with these five episodes and they said i need more lucas oh uh -oh. where could they find you 
They could, they could find <laughs> where me. could they find you, and how many of your sermon series do you have published on YouTube? I'm yeah. kidding. Uh-huh. But where, <laughs> where can they find you and and the podcast, man? <laughs> so you can find the podcast, the Good Morning Guys, at the GMG Podcast. You can find me uh, in that at GMG. The GMG Podcast is on Twitter, and you can also find Excellent. me on Twitter at MTTG Brazil Team. Shout out to Married to the Games as you did. Mm-hmm. Much earlier in our time together, mm-hmm. um, those are the the easiest places to access us. Of course, like I said, we have a Discord. Uh, we are on Facebook. Nice. You can find me on Facebook, Lucas Ham Swisher. Mm-hmm. So that's always mm-hmm. an option. Um, sure. And from there, that just kind of you, you'll find other ways to connect with us on other social mediums. But and uh, and your your podcast posts on a few outlets. Where where exactly? Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, oh man, I'm blanking. Spotify, probably, probably Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Um, most of then, the most of the you, major ones that I know of. And you have you have you have a YouTube channel. Yeah, we do have a YouTube channel, so you can also listen on YouTube. Outstanding. And that. and you have other things on your channel as well. Yeah, we let's, have let's play some have games plays, and stuff. And we we uh, that I will say there there are three other guys that do the podcast with me, uh, Patrick. Sure. Mark and Ronnie, they uh, they're all from the U.S. as well, but they actually live in the U.S. Two of them live in Ohio, and one's in Virginia. Uh, but yeah, we do occasional let's plays. We stream on occasion, so you can find us on Twitch. Uh, I don't always Twitch stream because I have issues with my chat. I don't know between U.S. and Brazil. Sometimes my chat hmm. just doesn't even appear. It's very strange. Huh. But that is strange. You can find yeah. me on Twitch if you are a Twitch streamer or you like to watch Twi- Twitch streaming. You can find me, Mr. Pastor Ham. I'm on there as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a number of ways for us to connect. So I hope I Marvelous. hope to connect with y'all. And uh, whether it's through the GMG podcast or just talking about what we're talking, yeah. what we've been talking about recently. I I love to talk theology, talk about my mm-hmm. faith, to hear about people's faith, their stories. Uh, there's yes. never a bad time to do that. So. Feel mm-hmm. free to connect with me anytime. My door is always open, as they say. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Yep. Thank you, and and uh, we will have you back again for sure uh, to uh, to talk about some passages. I think in Luke, yep, but for potentially more. And I would like to have you back uh, to join with John and I. Um, I hope that he can be there. But even if it's the two of us, to hear more about this story, how a boy from West Virginia ended up mm. in uh, Brazil, and so on and so forth, uh, to get you know a more full sense of of your life and your ministry um because we've certainly gotten a wonderful look into your theology at least your biblical theology so far so i'd love uh, that so yeah thank you for just even being open to returning i appreciate that a lot but let's get into it because we have this is a marvelous passage and i feel like we've kind of been building up to it in a sense with the last uh, two episodes at least so in this episode we are focusing on matthew chapter 16 now Got to click over to chapter 16, turn the page. Yeah, saying, you mean turn the page, right? Oh, yes. We're all, we're doing it as Jesus did. We're turning the, wait, no, never mind. We're unrolling the scroll. (laughs) The scroll. (laughs) And soon we'll be kicked out of the synagogue and they're going to try to throw us off a cliff. Okay, here we go. Fantastic. I love how you paint that picture. (laughs) Verses 1 through 12, Matthew 16. And the Pharisees and Sadducees came, and to test him, they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. He answered them, When it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, 
It will be stormy today, for the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign shall be given to it except the sign of Jonah. So he left them and departed. When the disciples reached the other side, they had forgotten to bring any bread. Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And they discussed it among themselves, saying, We brought no bread. But Jesus, aware of this, said, O men of little faith, why do you discuss among yourselves the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive? Do you not remember the five loaves of the five thousand, and how many baskets you gathered? Or the seven loaves of the four thousand, and how many baskets you gathered? How is it that you fail to perceive that I did not speak about bread? Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Oh, man. So there is there's so much here. First of all, I know it was hard for me not to laugh in reading this again Uh Later on, I don't want to skip ahead, but just for a moment, humor me. Sure. <laughs> the disciples forget to bring bread. I know. After all that's been going on, uh, revolving around bread. <laughs> I know. And the disciples forget the bread. I'm like, are, have they gotten to the point where they're like, ah, Jesus will take care of it. It's no worries. Let's just, let's just keep right. going. He, he's going to find bread. He's going to multiply. I don't know. But that's a side note. We'll, they, must have, they must have given all the, the leftovers away to... Uh, you know, Meals on Wheels or some oh, such yeah, thing. Yeah, apparently. They say, oh, we, don't, <laughs> They're like, we don't need this anymore. We have an overabundance. We have too much. Yeah. Jesus only needs like yeah. a little piece of bread and he can make it explode with... Oh, my god! I don't know. That's, right. But but I'm skipping ahead. So going back it, to the It is laughable. Okay, yeah. Yeah, let's hear I just it. Yeah. had to get that out because I just... It just... As you were reading it, it just, it just hit me. And I was like, these guys, they're so funny. The... The bit at the beginning, I, I I grew up on the coast in Oregon, and so there was the saying, red sky at night, sailors delight, red sky yeah. at morn, sailors take warn. And I was like, is that this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, like, did we get that, that where they from got the this Hebrews? From? It's like, huh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, again, another humorous thing about this first part of the scripture, the Pharisees and Sadducees, again, the scribes, the whatever you want to call them, the, the religious leaders, they again yeah, are confronting yeah. Jesus. They again are trying to trick him or trying to test him. And I think it's so funny that they say, hey, show us a sign from heaven. To me, if I were Jesus, I mean, clearly I'm not. And I in no way would <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever put in doubt the way Jesus reacts or responds to anything. But to me, I would immediately, instead of even responding the way he did, I, I would say, have you been around for the last few days, have you seen right. the miracles I've done? I mean, the yeah. the feeding of the yeah. thousands, the curing of people, and after yeah. all of that, you still want to sign? Really? Yes. Do you do you are you paying attention? And mm, it just yes. again is humorous because it's like these guys. They're it's obvious they are not paying attention, or they're paying so much attention to 
what they want to see or don't want to see. Uh, and it's just amazing to me. And yet in that, Jesus doesn't just ignore him. He doesn't just say, I've already given you enough signs. Instead, he says something and he, he kind of throws at them. Uh, he confronts them again in a way that uh, he, he wants them to take a step back and think. He, he challenges them in a, in a sense. And, you know, he just reveals and he does it even more as you go further down in the section that he is the master illuminator, you know, to kind of yes. close us out with this this yeah. master discussion. But he's the master illuminator. He brings to light in people not just answers to their questions at, eventually. Sometimes he'll immediately answer. Sometimes he kind of likes to drag it out and chapters later he explains something <laughs> or shows something. Sure, sure. But, but he illuminates their their perspective. He illuminates their character. He illuminates who they are in the way that he talks with them and shares with them, uh, just like he did with the Pharisees and Sadducees earlier. And, and it's just, it's, it's, it's both laughable the way they talk to Jesus, but also at the same time, encouraging that, that he will always gives us these moments for the light bulb to come on, for him to illuminate our hearts and illuminate our souls so that we can realize not just the answers to the questions we're asking, but why we're asking the questions. He reveals our hearts and he reveals uh, who we are in the ways that we interact with him and interact with others. So I really appreciate about that, about Jesus. I appreciate his patience because I don't think by this chapter I would still have patience with the Pharisees and Sadducees. I would just say, can you please, I would kind of like the way he talked to the Canaanite woman. I'd be like, you know what? I've got, <laughs> I've got bigger fish to fry. I've got better things to do right. with my time than to argue with you. I think everything that you outlined there is marvelous. And I don't know that I can add to it much, but for me, this so speaks to that criticism that you kind of put in Jesus's mouth, but not unjustly. He says, you know, where have you been? Haven't I been with you long enough? Haven't you seen enough of the power of God through my ministry? And, and so speaking in that more practical lived out day in day out uh, sense do we really take time to remember the benefits of God to remember all the good that God has done for us mm-hmm. uh, and if we're not I mean isn't it this is what they say count your blessings you know I mean it, it, there there's actually profound credence in that do we take time to bring those things to mind and to heart for me though this really this whole passage is like an additional instruction to prayer and a ways back jesus said uh seek and you'll find so okay here they're seeking for a sign and they've come to the right guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they could have gone some... They've come to the right For guy sure. to ask, you know, and he rebukes them. So what? what's the deal, you know? Um, and, you know, it, okay, so forget the context of the passage, but in your life, you're looking for a sign, or we could use kind of our more spiritual language and say, you're seeking confirmation. Mm-hmm. Or... You're in discernment and you're expecting God to nudge, nudge you, you in the right direction. Whatever it is. Yeah. Why is Jesus so restrictive here about signs? Mm. Well, I think we get a sense of it 
because we know ourselves. If we had one, we'd want another one <laughs> right away, just like they do. Yeah, they they've not had enough. They've not been satisfied. Right. They they want sign upon sign upon sign. I, I think in part because their human nature is colliding with the divine. And, and maybe there is a bit of an uptake process, like just observing these things happening in real life, you know, for the eyes of, of people to look upon the image of God in Christ Mm -hmm. and these things happening. But even beyond that, and we actually, you know, eight months from now, when we get to John's gospel and we go, we come back to the feeding of the 5,000. Here's what John adds, Luke, it's the very end, the last passage or the last verse, John 6, 15. Then Jesus, realizing that they were about to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. Mm-hmm. That's their response to the sign. Mm-hmm. He gives them the sign of the five feeding the 5,000, and they want to forcibly carry him away, crown him king of the Jews, and they would expect him then to begin what they yep. anticipated as his campaign against the Romans. Mm-hmm. So... The, the sign was no good for them. You know, that's why he left. He's like, they obviously missed it. You know, um, and, well, and also, I mean, as you said, as we joked about, you know, wouldn't you want the guy around all the time who can make the bread all the time? Yeah, for sure. And I think what, what you're alluding to are, are two important things that follow after this. Well, one is uh, Jesus's response is, you know what? You're not getting any more signs. The only sign you're oh, going to get is the sign of Jonah. And of course, when we think of the sign of Jonah, um, I think biblically speaking, we can say that's very much in line with with his death and resurrection, him being buried yes. in the tomb for for three, you know, for three days, and uh, the miracle of that, which would be the miracle of miracles, uh, him him yes. him dying and being raised from the dead. But I I want to kind of go yes. out on the limb here, and I want to just make a comment about Jonah that I think is maybe a a additional sign or like a sub sign. I don't know, like uh, a sign that in addition to the, the sign of Jonah, I think something very interesting about Jonah is that he is, he is the picture of a failed missionary in the sense of he has a terrible attitude. He tries to run from God. (laughs) He tries his best to go in the opposite direction, to have the opposite of attitude of God. And yet through it all, whose power is, is shown in the book of Jonah, God's power. Yeah. Despite yeah. Jonah trying to mess everything up, I mean, his his attitude is terrible. Yeah. And at the end of the book, yeah. he doesn't learn his lesson. He just kind of pouts yeah. in the corner, pouts off to the side while Nineveh has been saved yeah. because they repented. Yeah. And I think it's it's a reminder that Christ is saying, I am going to show my power through human failure. You're going to see me beaten. Yes. You're going to see me broken. You're going to... Th- see me fail, quote unquote, in a human way. And yet God's power is going to be revealed. I'm going to die, but I'm going to resurrect three days later because God's power is perfect and it's amazing. And I think it's something that, that not only gives us comfort as followers of Christ, but it gives us comfort in our own situations, in our own lives, because I believe Jesus wants the sign of Jonah to begin to continue to be seen in our own lives in that when we have human failure outside of our decisions, but when just the circumstances of life go wrong and we think, man, this is a bad situation, God's power can shine through it. And God can take the worst situation, 
the worst tragedy, tragedy, and he can transform lives, bring us closer to him, closer to each other. Yes. To yes. me, that's that's the, I guess, the more general sign of Jonah. You know, looking beyond just the specific mm-hmm. sign of Jonah and the fact that Jesus rose from the dead and came out of the fish, came out of the, the tomb, just like yes. Jonah came out of the yes. fish. But it's the sign of Jonah that God can make good out of the worst and most difficult situations. Well, thank you, Lucas, for this wonderful week of reflections. And hey, out there listening, thank you for sticking with us this week in this, our journey through the Gospels with the Catholic Forge. Special thanks if you came over, you clicked over uh, through Lucas or um, through the Good Morning Guys, if you found us somehow through there. And I would urge you, if you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear more, um, you can find the rest of this Gospel study live right now on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And all of this week's episodes with Lucas will post together today on YouTube. Um, It's just one long video with a still image. So if you prefer YouTube to iTunes or SoundCloud, that is for you. Okay, check that out. YouTube.com slash The Catholic Forge. Thank you for listening. And uh, Lucas, let me thank you one more time, brother. This has been absolutely wonderful, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless. Please, to everyone, join us in our next episode next week of our journey through the Gospels.